Dear friends, on this fourth Sunday after Pentecost, we have much to be grateful for. First of all, I'm grateful for your prayers for those who, who will be ordained to the priesthood for the Institute uh, this coming Thursday. Uh, ten men will be ordained to the priesthood by His Eminence Cardinal Burke uh, near our seminary in our church in Florence, Italy. Thank you for your prayers and support for these vocations. I'd also like to thank you very much for your consideration and in advance for your participation in our Pitching In For Project, Pitching In For Parking Project. I invite you to see the letter which has been provided um, so that you can understand more about this important um, endeavor for our shrine community. And finally, we should all be grateful because this is a very great week of grace. So many beautiful feasts in the liturgical week. We have coming up the Feast of St. Peter and Paul tomorrow, the Feast of Our Lord's Precious Blood on Wednesday, the Feast of the Visitation on Thursday. We have First Friday, First Saturday. Let's be grateful for so many opportunities of grace which we need in our homes and families, which we need for our world. And let us be more attentive so that we can receive grace upon grace this week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Deus providebit. God will provide. Sooner or later in life, we will find ourselves in the same situation as Peter the fisherman in today's Gospel. And for those desperate moments, St. Peter is teaching us today most admirable lessons. Our God will never fail us, but God will always provide for those who fully cooperate with him. Today's reading is the first time Peter is mentioned in the Gospel. Up until now, Peter has been an expert fisherman in his whole life. He's seasoned with years of experience in the fisherman's trade, which has been his livelihood. However, today is somehow different. Peter had been fishing all night, but despite his hard work, he had no fish to show for it. Perhaps, like me, you have made a similar experience. Peter doesn't understand why his efforts have failed. He's doing everything right, but still he is unsuccessful. Hot-headed man that he was, Peter must have been impatient and frustrated with this lack of results. Then Peter probably began to worry. No fish means no food for his family and his workers. No financial means to pay his bills. So as Peter was washing out his nets that morning with his crew, Peter was probably a bad temper. He was probably quite distracted with thinking about his own problems and worries. And this was the very moment when Jesus crossed Peter's path. Our Lord approaches the fishermen. He goes up into Peter's boat, and he desires that Peter draw back from the shore so that the crowd on the shore could more easily hear his preaching. Despite his ill humor and his fatigue from the nocturnal labors, Peter conforms to Jesus' desire. Peter forgets himself, and he generously performs this act of charity. 
an act of charity for our Lord, an act of charity for all the people on the shore. What an important lesson for us. God will provide for those who charitably provide for others. Charity for our neighbor will attract God's blessings down upon us. If you feel that God is not providing for you all that you need, then ask yourself, what are you doing to provide in charity for your neighbor? So that's the first lesson. God will be generous with us if we are generous with God. And then after the sermon from the boat, Jesus tells Peter to launch his boat out into the deep for a catch of fish. Now, experienced fisherman as he is, Peter knows that this is not the time of day when you catch fish. Peter's tired. He's perhaps still a little grumpy after a full night's work with no sleep and no results. And yet once again, Peter forgets himself and he obeys the voice of our Lord, saying, Teacher, at thy word, I will let down my nets. And such is the second lesson. God will indeed always provide the obedient what they need for eternal salvation. Peter's obedience is immediately rewarded. At that moment, he and his co-workers draw suddenly so many fish into their boats that they are nearly sinking under the weight. Then the Gospel tells us how Peter makes a profound act of faith. Peter falls to his knees in an attitude of adoration. A few minutes ago, Peter called Jesus teacher, preceptor. But now, Peter calls him Lord, Domino. Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Peter is humbled by God's generosity to him, despite his sins. So, dear friends, let us understand that God wants to provide for us. He really does. But sometimes our pride may be getting in the way. For God's providence to intervene in our lives, we must be humble, we must be repentant like Peter. Perhaps we need to make a good confession or to ask for some spiritual direction. Perhaps we need to ask forgiveness from those whom we have hurt. We need to let go of grudges. We need to practice works of mercy, especially toward those who speak or do ill things toward us. This is the third lesson. Faith and repentance are the necessary conditions for God's providence to save us. Pride prevents providence from acting in our lives, but humility attracts the blessings of providence down upon us. So dear friends, in these times of great spiritual and material need for our world, let us prayerfully ask St. Peter to help us imitate his cooperation with providence in our lives. Like St. Peter, we must overcome our distractions to worry. 
We must not give in to impatient frustration that our own efforts are failing. Perhaps we are stubbornly trying to do it our way and not God's way. Perhaps our pride is preventing providence in our lives. So like the Holy Apostle, let us forget ourselves. Let us listen to what God is trying to tell us within us. And let us listen for the needs of other people around us, especially those who are close to us, our family members, in that order of charity. Let us never let a day go by without some generous act of kindness and some work of charity to someone in need. Give your time and attention to a struggling child. Lend a listening ear to a hurting person. Offer a little spiritual guidance and encouragement to someone who is falling away from God. And each day we must ask St. Peter for the faith we need to say to Jesus, like he did, Lord, at thy word, I will do what you are asking me to do. God will always provide for us if we simply do what he is asking of us. For this, we must listen for his word. Are we carving out some moments of silence in our day to listen? Are we listening to God's inspirations in our soul? Are we faithful to daily spiritual reading? Or are we missing out on God's word? Are we depriving ourselves of the help he wishes to give us, if only we would listen to him? Dear friends, if we cooperate with God's providence now, we can be sure that he will provide spiritually all that is needed for the salvation of our soul and all that is needed for the salvation of those souls entrusted to our care, no matter how far some of those souls might have drifted at times. And so, let us follow in the footsteps of Peter the fisherman who became an apostle. Faith and charity, humility and obedience, and finally perseverance will bring our ship safely to the seas and waters of life until we arrive on the blessed shores of our eternal homeland in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.